0: Be obedient, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredients. We will serve the goose that is a horror soup, and the last thing you will find is a spaghetti who There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in.
1: Again, like 28 gays later,
0: yeah, yeah, 28 gays hate her. It's a movie about like 28 gays that just really hate this one chick because, (laughs) well, you know,
1: (laughs) because you know, (laughs) you know, you know know how gays feel about women. (laughs) I speak from experience. (laughs) 20, 28 gays hate her i'd hate i would hate to be the her in that the situation her, like, like, like what, it seems fucking dangerous right
0: who would the her be in like what is her crime against the gay community
1: it's enough to make 28 individual members hate her <laughs> okay what what you just made 2002 Okay, that's
0: a pretty early one. So I guess we're talking about a zombie movie. Um, I'm just going to, you read the title, so I guess you know where we're going. We're talking about a movie. (laughs) Welcome, James. Hey, what's up? 28
1: 28 days later.
0: Yeah, whatever. Well, I'm the host (laughs) of the show, and you know, the show consists of me uh, getting facts wrong and uh, saying things about the movie that I probably shouldn't
1: say about the movie, a la this. Yeah, there's a little bit of a a fond irreverence. Mm mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So before we get into "28 Gays Hate Her," we're gonna do a few things. I'm gonna thank a few Patreons. First off, we got Amber A. That is Amber A. period. So there is a period after. So I don't know what the rest of the name is, but I'm gonna assume it's Amber Amber. Thank you, Amber Amber. You're probably made out of Amber's. Uh, Cassandra Pratt, which Cassandra also gave like a very generous donation. It's like a, one of the year donations. So I guess like per month, it's the same. But like to me in this moment, it means a lot and is very oh, supportive. Shit. Yeah. So thank you, Cassandra Pratt. do Cassandra. Can, uh, who are you? Are you related to the other Pratts? I hear those are Hollywood people. Uh, and we have Marie Flowers. I am sure. You have you have you been given a flower? Like you've probably been given a flower before. I feel like people get flowers sometimes. That's pretty cool, especially if their name's Flowers. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud of you, Miss Flowers. Uh, any relation to Ramona Flowers? James hates that movie. So that's a that's that's food for thought. I don't hate that movie. I hate you said Scott. you hate you said you hate Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I hate Scott Pilgrim, but it's Michael Sarah, so you can't fully hate him. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Okay, whatever. We're not talking about that. On that <laughs> note, don't forget that if you are a Patreon donor of any tier, even the one dollar tier, send me a message on the Patreon app with any horror question. It can be about a movie, a director, an actor, a killer, a theory question, a specific scene in a movie, anything of that sort, and I'll like. I might answer it terribly. I'm not gonna like completely lie to you. Like I, I might just like completely disregard your question and say something obnoxious, or I might give you a detailed answer. You know, it's the luck of the draw. It's gonna be a mailbox segment at the end of the episode, and you know that's how you can get involved with that. And don't forget that I watch trailers of every movie that we cover before the episode drops, and that's also on Patreon. Should you do you want to do that with me, James, or should I just do that alone? Do you want to watch this trailer? Uh, I'll watch it. That's fine. Monkeys and stuff. <laughs> the
1: monkeys are such a small part.
0: Okay, you're probably right. (laughs) right. That that might be actually the smallest part of the movie, but you know, though I'm sure the monkey will be in the trailer because it's the cause. (laughs) You know, and we'll see some effect.
1: Yeah. uh, So I guess just real quick, little sidebar story. You told me to watch this movie, and you're like, "Yeah, you know, the Angry Monkey movie." And I was like, "Are are you confusing (laughs) this movie with Outbreak? That's the Angry Monkey movie." (laughs) Well, to me. The
0: only part that I saw of this movie was the angry monkeys because I only saw one minute and 30 seconds of this movie max. So to me, this was a movie about angry chimps. So it's like it was like a really early uh, Planet of the Apes sequel. Look, basically, I saw a trailer of this movie that was the beginning of the movie. Like that was the trailer to me. Yeah, got it. When, got it. when I when I watched this, but you know, uh, this is starring Mr. How do you say his name? Is it? This is why I don't call him by. Is it Sicilian? Sicilian?
1: Is he like a? That's a thing. That's a thing. I actually recently uh, was corrected on this because I always called him Cillian Murphy because it was a C, but then I was told that it is Killian Murphy, like with a K, because he oh. is Irish. Which I was like, well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like, But I still would have expected it to be with a K. But yeah, I guess it's Killian. Or maybe that person was wrong. Who knows, you know? I get corrected by a lot of people. That could be true. <laughs> you know, I found out recently
0: that uh, Casey Frey's name is actually Casey Fry. Yeah, I would have said Fry. I wouldn't have said Fry. I've, I've never heard it or seen it like that, and it confused the hell out of me. It still makes me mad. Me and uh, uh, Bree and, like, our bud, Allie are still kind of, like, under the impression that he's lying to the world. <laughs> like, I just... I don't want to believe it. But, yeah, it's starring I guess Killian Murphy, who... James, I guess, thought I was going to call him that this whole episode, but I really have never been able to remember that guy's name in my life. Like, I know him by face, and I'm aware of him, you know? Like, he played Scarecrow. Interesting guy. Cool guy. But... I will never remember his name. It's just,
1: I, well, I don't know. Maybe after this conversation, I will. Scarecrow, Red Eye, Peaky Blinders, all acceptable variations of Killian Murphy. You can just say any of those.
0: I've still never watched Peaky Blinders. So to me, he's mainly Scarecrow. And that's like the only really notable thing that I think other people generally will recognize him for. Yeah. I'm going to mention. So, and it also has uh, Naomi Harris, who was recently in the Carnage movie. She was like, Woody Harrelson's oh. love interest in Carnage.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: Yeah, did you see Carnage yet? No. Please don't. And I advise anyone listening to this to just save ah. your fucking money and actually boycott <laughs> that piece of shit. That Damn. absolute piece of garbage movie. That bad, huh? Dude, it is so fucking bad. Like, if if anyone saw the first Venom and you didn't like it, if you liked it, then, I don't know, I guess maybe you'll like it. I can't imagine you would. It's ridiculous. But... <laughs> If you saw the first one and you didn't like things about the first movie, then, oh boy, they did not fix any of those things that you liked in the second movie. In fact, they they doubled down and they made it ten times more annoying than it was to begin with. Ooh, that sounds terrible. Tom Hardy's just walking around the whole movie like, Hey, Venom, what's up, guy? Why don't you want to hang out with me, bud? And Venom's like, Hey, Tom Hardy, I'm gonna go see you later. I'm gonna go hang out in Mardi Gras and then cry in a fucking fucking alleyway like it's so stupid <laughs> i will say this though woody harrelson as carnage awesome every time he was on the screen pretty fucking awesome but it is
1: not enough to save that dog trash movie yeah i get that uh oh. i i wanted to bring up that naoma harris is also in the uh pirates of the caribbean movies she's actually kind of in a lot yeah She's around
0: like you've definitely seen her in something before. She's in a lot of big movies.
1: Yeah, I was looking at her uh, her filmography and I was just like, holy shit, you are in everything.
0: Yeah, I recognize her immediately from Carnage because I just saw it recently and I was and I'm very still adamantly like upset that I spent money on it. Actually, that's like the only Marvel movie that I've ever uh, seen a theater and damn near left for. Oh, shit. I had to stay because I was like, I have to finish this. And I will say it got better because Woody Harrelson started popping on more. But, like, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of in a weird ballpark where I do want to see it again because it could be that it's so stupid and bad that maybe I'll like it on a second watch. But on the initial watch, you know, hoping for it to be, like, better than the first one and, like, you know, fix some stuff, I just hated every second of it.
1: I just had that same experience this week with Scream 3. Oh, my God. Are you serious? I liked it so much. Oh, oh, you liked it? Yeah. Uh, upon upon revisiting it, I had some time away from it. I saw it years ago and I was like that movie sucks, and then I watched it this this week and I was like holy shit, it's better than the second one. Dude, it has such a better plot than Scream 2, like, all around.
0: Like, everything... Like, it makes so much more sense. It's so much more, like, just fun and entertaining. It should have just
1: been the second movie. Like,
0: the second movie shouldn't exist. Actually. Like, I mean, it's still obviously a really good movie and whatnot, but in comparison, Scream 3 is so much better. Mm, There you go.
1: I feel like people just blindly say, like, Scream 2 is better, and it's like, it's really not. Well, there is some stupid stuff in Scream 3, and I do hate the villain technically but if you i I hate that like it just seems like it comes out of nowhere but i like the fact that it's it's just it's a better sequel it's a better sequel
0: yeah and all around just storytelling wise i think it's a much better story than two like it has a lot more depth to it it has a lot more like turns and whatnot even though like the reveal is kind of like weird at the end it's still like when you think about it in the long run, it makes makes way more sense than like most of the other endings in the Scream series.
1: Well, yeah. Two, honestly, the ending's kind of boring. It's like, oh, the ending sucks in two. Like I am a fur. I will never argue anything other than that. I think the ending wow. of Scream 2 like kind of sucks. Well, there you go. I'm glad that everyone uh, tuned into 28 Gays Hate Her to hear me talk about Scream 3. <laughs> and and you bitch about carnage look that was really just more for me because i had to bitch
0: about carnage and then i specifically told you like last night to let me know what you thought about scream 3 because you always told me you hated it and you were mad at me for liking it so much so yeah it was great great. i just needed that (laughs) this was also okay so we were talking about uh oh no we just talked about the cast so this was also directed by danny boyle and written by alex garland alex Garland. I think I don't. I, I wasn't too familiar with either of them, but I know movies from both of them. Garland made uh, uh, Ex Machina, which you said you didn't watch, but that's a movie that I really, really like. I've only seen it once to be fair, but when I watched it, I was like amazed. It's really yep. good. That's good. And then uh, you said you like something of Danny Boyle specifically.
1: Oh, not necessarily. Just the fact oh. that he doesn't make horror movies. Oh, because he does like 127 hours. Like he's the dude. I think he wrote and
0: directed that. Let me double check. He does like Oscar bait movies. Yeah, basically. And yeah, he did write and direct. Uh he had someone writing with him on 127 Hours, but he did write and direct it. Yeah, he did Slumdog Millionaire. Slumdog, there you go. That was the other one. Yep. Yeah, so these guys, they both seem to make like they're, Yeah, they're not really like horror movies and they're not even like they haven't even made like a ton of ton of shit, but the movies that they have made are
1: pretty big like pretty big, successful movies. Yeah. Yeah, pretty pretty just big movies in the scene, not little things. Big movies with big budgets and big publicity. Yeah. And honestly, I very
0: much enjoyed this. This is also like kind of a first for Horse Soup. Like, I think I've covered Buttcrack, and that's the farthest I've delved into zombies before. I guess me and you did Life
1: Force, which <laughs> by all intents and purposes, that was a zombie movie. It was basically a zombie movie. I'm really excited to say. That I was a guest on maybe the first real horror soup zombie episode. Yeah. Oh, wait a second.
0: That's not true at all. Son of a bitch. Now that I'm thinking about it. and But I think, weren't you around for one of them? We did World War Z and Train to Busan. No, you weren't around for those. Oh,
1: I remember when you did them, though.
0: Yeah, I actually completely forgot about those, and I think the only reason I forgot about them is because that was not by choice. Those were Patreon picks. And also, this one was, too. The only time I've ever done zombie movies were from Patreon picks. (laughs) This is probably the best one you've done, though. It for sure is, uh, because in comparison, I've done World War Z and Train to Busan, and I actually have a lot of stuff to say about this in comparison to Train to Busan, because I think it took what everyone likes or what everyone thinks they like about what they think they like about train to busan i think this does it way better because a lot of people always and like oh the turning school and this blah 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 and i'm
1: like it, they didn't do it that good and yeah they did it first uh the interesting thing about this movie is that it was kind of in production and came out around the exact same time as Shaun of the dead i feel like frank gives me very Shaun of the dead vibes both of those movies were being made in London around the same time, doing very different things with very. the zombie movie formula. <laughs> and you know what? Now that you've just mentioned that, I would love to cover
0: Shaun of the Dead, actually. Like, that's a zombie movie I would have fun covering. Shaun of the Dead is fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, great movie.
0: Uh, so this was made for about $8 million. Really? Yeah, $8 million made about $85 million. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. They did uh,
1: they did pretty good for themselves. Pretty good for themselves. I actually have an interesting tidbit that is somewhat related to the budget. Okay, and what's that? Uh, this was one of the first movies to be shot all digital and not using any film whatsoever. Really? One of the first big budget movies that went all digital. And part of the reason was uh, cost, but also another part of the reason was that they had a lot of setting up and tearing down since they did so many real locations like around the city. And like they're having to work with the city and the police to like shut down and the roads and shit and the hospital. Like they're having to like shut down shit so he can walk down an empty highway and all this kind of stuff. And so they had to have cameras that they could set up really, really quickly. And you can do that a lot faster with digital versus film. It takes more time to like make sure the lighting's right. And just to get everything set up, to where it'll actually work for film. And uh, so they had to do the whole thing digital. And I also thought it was kind of interesting watching it. How did you watch this? Like, where did you watch it?
0: Uh, On HBO Max on my 4K TV. Did it look like
1: shit? It looked like dog shit. I watched it on HBO Max on my 4K TV, and it looked like it was filmed in the 60s. Like, it looks terrible. I thought that was just something that was happening on my end, and I didn't know if you were going to mention that. I just wasn't going to bring it up. Like, it looked like my internet was taking a shit the whole movie. But no, it just actually looks like that. And I think that has to do with them adopting this technology really early, that they're not able to like scale it up resolution-wise or something, because it looks like shit if you watch it in 4K today.
0: That's exactly what I was thinking. That's so funny that you brought it up, because that was not something I was going to mention. I thought that was just an issue on my end. I was like, ah, it's whatever.
1: I kind of thought the same thing, or I thought that maybe I was watching it in a stupid way or something, and I should have been watching it on a different device. Yeah, no,
0: the movie looks terrible, but I do feel like in that, uh, like in that same conversation, I feel like this would be really fun to watch on VHS. I feel like it would just like translate very well. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Smaller yeah. pixels will help this movie. And uh, it has a 87% from critics on Rotten Tomatoes, a 85 from the audience, a 76 on IMDb. So I guess the pretty general consensus that people like this. I think it has like a 35 on Letterboxd or something like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I remember I saw this movie in theaters when it came out, and the general consist- consensus was very positive. This was also one of the first movies to really popularize, like, fast zombies. Uh, so that was new for the time. Like, I remember, like, being like, holy shit, like... Romero zombies are nothing, like, these zombies are actually fucking scary. And now, you know, looking back, like, it's kind of been done to death at this point, but, dude, in fucking 2002, it was terrifying.
0: Yeah, for sure. I feel like a lot of people do overlook the fact that this was made in 2002, so it really is, like, a kind of genre-defying, like, or new new era of, like, genre-defying zombie movie in that sense. For sure, yeah. And, I mean, like, it might not have been something that I ever saw beside the monkey part, but... (laughs) It is something that I always hear reference. It's like, this is a good zombie movie, but I'd also heard that with many other ones, so it's just one that I didn't <laughs> check out. But now that I've watched it, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a really good zombie movie. It's a good one. It's a good one. So I guess with that, we'll go ahead and move on into this. So, yeah, when I first watched this movie, I thought I was watching Joyride from 2001. Um, and I was very confused because I'd actually like watched Joyride before, But, like, I didn't watch it, like, that adamantly. So I was like, okay, maybe I just didn't pay attention to the intro. And then there was, like, a bunch of, like, you know, Cloverfield stuff going on. And then there was, like, some chimps and, like, some, like, needles and some other stuff. And I was very confused. I was like, is there, like, some other, like, subplot to this movie that I didn't catch the first time around? And I watched it, not long, but probably, like, a solid, like, two minutes before I realized, like, this has to be a zombie movie. And then I went back and then I, like, looked and I was like, oh, yeah, I clicked on 28 Days Later.
1: Instead of Joyride.
0: It's not really, like, they're not next to each other in the alphabet, but, you know, I found them.
1: <laughs> found them together. I guess they both have, like, red and black cover images that are, like, kind of blurry. No, it wasn't that. They're, like, files I had on my computer,
0: and oh. I think they were labeled by year, and they just happened to be that that right 2001 movie was right next to that 2002 movie, because 28 Days Later is, you know, like, two eight, so it was, like, right. top the top. So I just happened to click the wrong one, and... I mean, I know it was only two minutes, but I still feel like that was, like, way too much time that I spent on it before realizing that it wasn't the movie I was supposed to be watching. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's how we're going to get into 28 Days Later. Anyway, though, uh, we have some infected chimps in a science chamber. I thought I wrote cucumber for a second, and I almost fully just said scientist cucumber. Anyway, a scientist! Um, <laughs> a science
1: chamber! I really, I really do wish that they started this in a scientific cucumber. I like the I like the word science chamber though. It is that. It's this just random like room. It, like it's like is this in a building? Like where's the building? Like it's just a room. James, that's why I called it a chamber, because I didn't know what, I, what the fuck
0: else to call it. I was like, it's not exactly like a laboratory. It's just kind of no. like a little science hideout somewhere. Yep. It's a chamber.
1: <laughs> it's a science chamber. You're right.
0: So, uh, yeah, then there's people here who want to steal some chimps that are infected with pure,
1: raw rage. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it, that's what they say. <laughs> The eco terrorism bit is a little strange. Like the the militaristic like PETA thing is kind of weird. Look, I
0: didn't know that what was that? That's what was happening until I looked it up on fucking like Wikipedia and IMDb, and they were like, "Yeah, these are animal rights activists." And I was like, "What the fuck? Where?" I thought those were like fucking savage murderers. And they were they, that was PETA? You're telling me that was fucking PETA,
1: or like a stand-in for that, like an extremist? Animal rights group. It's kind of it's kind of ridiculous. One of those guys was definitely a Russian terrorist.
0: <laughs> and you're telling me they were just there to set some monkeys free? Like they had like a saw rifle and like, monkey. they had like bulletproof vests and they were there to just open some cages? That's the most ridiculous yep. fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like, that intro is just so crazy. Like it's Cloverfield and then there's science monkeys and then there's fucking fucking militaristic PETA trying to fucking kill scientists and open some raw rage monkey cages like what the fuck are you even talking about like there's so much <laughs> that happened in those three
1: minutes <laughs> so yeah I mean there's there's very there's three very distinct and clear acts to this movie it follows the clear like act one two three trope for sure and I think like they made that and then they're like wait but we need an origin story <laughs> Yeah, they were like,
0: hold on. The first, like, act one needs an act one. (laughs) Act one needs an act one. What do we do? Fucking monkeys, bro. But that's like the, that's, James, that's not even the biggest worry that I have. Like, that's the least of my issues with everything going on there. (laughs) Like, I I literally, like, forgot about that so fast when I found out those were fucking animal rights activists. Like, are you kidding me, dude? They know their shit. Dude, James, if I didn't look that up on, like, Wikipedia or IMDb, I would have found that out from you. Pete ain't nothing to fuck with. Okay, whatever. That's that's just so crazy. Anyway, these chimp robbers don't care about what the scientist has to say because he's a nerd or whatever. I feel like they kind of just treat him like, like, uh, like a nerd on, like, a ski movie. They're just like, oh, whatever, dude. I'm going to ski this fucking slope anyway, bro. Shut up, you fucking nerd. <laughs> fucking science guy. Science dick. (laughs) So one of the robbers lets a chimp out of its cage and it just beats the shit out of her while the dude with the thick face, like the the Russian terrorist I was talking about, he starts like beating up the fucking rage monkey, like with a bat or something, or maybe with his assault rifle. I don't know. He just started beating the shit out of it, like into a bloody pulp. (laughs) And then we see the chick turns into some kind of, you know, rage zombie pretty fast. You know, things are hectic. Uh, Then there's a naked penis on our screen within like five minutes of the start of the movie.
1: Yeah, that's
0: uh, that's one that you'd never forget.
1: Yeah, you said you saw that in theaters and I would like to know how did the theater react? It was very quiet. It was one of those where you would almost expect people to like start laughing, but it was just dead silent. We just saw this angry monkey thing and then it was just like <sniffs> dick in the middle of a frame. You know what's so crazy that even happens with movies that people have seen hundreds of
0: times and have been out for 40 years. Did you, was your was your theater dead silent when you saw The Evil Dead uh 40th anniversary? Yeah. During the tree scene? Yep. My theater was dead fucking I thought there was going to be at least like a few people going like, "Oh," or like, right. uh, like people laughing or people going like oh, or like something like that. Dead silence. And I was like, "Bro, this movie's been around for 40 years." Right. And this is this isn't even like crazy sexual. This is just a dick. Like this isn't like a like a you know, like a sexual assault scene or something. This is literally just a penis. But I feel like anytime someone sees something on a screen in like a theater with other people around that
1: isn't just like boobs, they're just like dead silent. It is. It's true. It's weird. Uh I had a very similar experience when I saw Midsummer in theaters. It was it was very much the same way. I am so sad. My friend sad. Cody started laughing. <laughs> really loud he couldn't stop and then everyone else were like kind of starting to like okay we can react to what's happening on screen i had a very different
0: experience in joker with my friend do you remember that oh, scene where they haven't the seen apartment? joker oh, okay well there's a spoiler i guess kind of not really but like kind of spoiler ish it's just a scene in the movie but there's a scene where uh like joker he has a coworker, at, or you know his boss is like a little person I think it's his boss at least, or it's like his coworker or something. But him and another coworker show up to his house and then at one point like he kills the coworker but then the little guy's still alive. And then he's about to leave the house and then he's running over and he tries to leave the leave the house and he reaches up to go like get the door, but it's locked and the lock is like a little bit above the handle. And <laughs> me and my buddy <laughs> Started busting up laughing, <laughs> like crying. Like, I'm sorry. If you don't think that's funny, I'm sorry. Like, it's not even that's a disrespectful funny. thing. That's fucking funny. Like, that's, that's comedy. That is meant to be laughed at for sure. And the theater was like dead silent. But the second it happened, like, because it did a thing where like it kind of panned from his hand up. And like before, like right when the pan like just kind of started, like me and my friend like immediately knew what was happening. And I let out like, like a. Like one of those, like just, and just started crying, like laughing, like for so long. and he was crying, laughing too. and then we kind of like looked around and the whole theater was just dead silent, like looking at us, like we were like freaks, That's amazing. And I was like, okay,
1: well, I guess we're in the minority here, but I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, so we get a we get a cock at the dead center of the screen, but uh then, right after that, it's basically the exact same next what 10 to 20 minutes as the beginning of The Walking Dead. Yeah, it's very Walking Dead. It's like, you know, there's
0: a lot of setup. They're kind of just like, hey, you know, it's a desolate, desolate universe out oh, here. Oh, I
1: mean just if you've seen Walking Dead, tell me if you've seen this before. Man wakes up in a hospital all by himself. This seems odd. There's no nurses, no doctors, no people, no anything around. I'm just going to get up and walk around in my hospital gown for 10 to 15 minutes and just just walk around and see zombies and see all these dead people. It's the same first 20 minutes. Yeah, and if you're coming from The Walking Dead and you're watching this after, it might seem redundant,
0: but when you think about it, it's like, no, this is the first one that did it. They did it, so when it came out, pretty cool and even when i'm watching it i'm like you know it's it's a pretty cool open you know it's a great open it's a great way to start a story it really is and it'd be a lot cooler if a shitty show didn't steal it
1: oof yeah sorry i'm saying it i don't like the walking dead i I stuck with it for god i think four seasons and that was probably two seasons too long yeah like it got very redundant very fast yep sorry
0: I was always on the side where I, I wore a, a shirt of, what was that one guy, Nigel or whatever the fuck? Negan? Negan. Yeah, I wore a shirt of him holding that spike bat
1: just to, like, spite people that really liked the show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the shitty thing was, though, I mean, he killed Glenn, and Glenn really was the best character.
0: Yeah, that's, is that, is that Stephen Ewan? Yep. Yeah, I do love Steven Ewan, but I never watched the show, so I was like, a beloved character died, and everyone was like, oh, my favorite character died, and I was like, oh, cool, I don't care about the show, stop fucking posting about it. And I actually didn't buy that shirt, like, it's not like I went out of my way to, like, you know, buy a shirt of someone I hated, but I I was subscribed to Loot Crate at the time, and they sent me a shirt that had, like, Negan in it, and I was like, I don't want this fucking Walking Dead merch, but I was like, you know what, if I have to have it, at least it's the guy that murdered someone that people
1: like. Let me give you a fun fact. I was a pretty big Walking Dead fan. I was a Walking Dead fan before the show even existed uh, because I had worked at a comic book store, and so I had read a lot of the comics because they came out many years before the show started uh, being made. And what's really interesting about Glenn dying and Steven Yin's character dying is that Glenn died in the comics, and it pissed a lot of people off. And in back in those days, the comics had, like uh, like, little a little spot in the back where people would like send in letters to Robert Kirkman to like talk about like answer questions or like, how'd you come up with this idea and stuff like that. And he would like answer the letters in the back of the comic. And so one of the most submitted questions of course was why would you kill Glenn? He's such a fan favorite character. And he goes, Oh, actually I made the decision to kill Glenn as soon as the first season of the show started because when Steven Yeun started portraying Glenn, I knew that I would never be able to write Glenn better than he was playing him.
0: Wow. He was like,
1: he started playing that character and I was like, fuck, that's the character I meant to write and now he's going to make me look bad. And so he kills the character in the comic. So what they should have done is kept the character alive in the show. Okay, so did they? Did the show creators already know that at the time? Like, was that already
0: public information? Yes, Maybe, I mean, they're probably doing it to get a reaction. I mean, because to be fair, when they did that, Walking Dead was all fucking over the place. So, I mean, I'm sure they got a lot of people. I felt
1: like that's whenever it was our, it it already run its course. I was like, this this already sucks. But at that point, I had read way past that part in the story in the comic book, too. So
0: That's an interesting little tidbit, though. And I could see how that could happen because, I mean, Stephen Ewan is an incredible actor. He fucking nails that character, man. I feel like he nails every character he does. I've he never does. seen him in a role that I haven't liked him in.
1: He he deserves more work for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. I feel like he gets a good amount though. But I mean, uh, wasn't he also um fucking Invincible's son and in Invincible? Oh wasn't shit, he fuck- you're right. It was Mark, wasn't he? Yeah, I forgot about that. Dude, he fucking kills that too. Like the. Yep. Oh my god, I love Stephen Ewan. Okay. Anyway, we'll get back to the movie. So we're just going to jump ahead a little bit. He has all his intro stuff. He's walking through, you know, seeing, like, the cleared out stuff, trash everywhere, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then he walks into a church, and he finds what is very much a priest zombie who he punches in the face. And it seems like he, like, felt bad at first because he punched a priest, but then he, like, quickly realizes uh, that he's fucked when about 20 zombies start chasing him, and then a couple dudes in gas masks show up just, like,
1: blowing zombies up. Like, that's a very, uh... It's a very hard realization of the world you're in. It's a uh, it's it's definitely more abrupt and urgent than uh, Rick's in Walking Dead. That's for sure. <laughs> like Rick, Rick gets
0: surprised, but not like this. This dude goes through so much so fast. He's like, "Oh, no one's around. Okay, is anyone alive? Okay, fucking million zombies, explosions, gas
1: masks." Like when you look at it through that perspective like how does jim even find the will to stay alive like you you almost would think that he would he should have died in like the first like half an hour of the movie like he should have just been like nah fuck this shit like <laughs> and i mean he also realizes very early on
0: that like his loved ones and like his son and everyone are all dead too so it's like he also has that on top of everything right and then he finds a new group and then he obtains a few rules one of them is being uh, or not being one of them is Never go alone unless you don't have a choice. Only travel during daylight unless you don't have a choice. And then later we're going to find out that if blood gets in your mouth or, like, any of your orifices, you're going to turn into a zombie. You're going to turn really fast. I guess there's probably a few other, like, kind of rules in this, but those are really the only important ones. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward in this. Like, they don't have a bunch of, like... And I think that's why I really like this, too, because I feel like in a lot of zombie movies, there's, like, so many twists and turns and ins and outs of, like, oh, if this happens, but if this happens after or before this, that, then it's okay, or, like, it's okay for a little while or blah, blah, blah. But this one's just like, nope, you get bit, blood
1: gets in you, you're turned immediately, and that's it. There's no going around it. Yeah, which, I mean, we we see that pretty quickly. We have a character who we even have a name for. Mark is not in the movie very long. Dude, I thought he was going to be in the movie for a long time. I thought he was
0: Rambo. I thought he was going to remember that guy that was basically Rambo and trained to Busan? I thought he was right. him. Yeah, no, yeah. I thought he was going to go around like just punching zombies in the face and like beating their ass. And I was like, oh no, Marcus fucks so fast. Yeah, Selena beats the shit out of him dude that's pretty crazy like they get attacked by a horde of zombies we could probably just skip to that because we've already talked a lot anyway yeah um he's pretty much just like a bunch of zombies just pop into the room it happens a few times but they pop in they start attacking them out of nowhere mark kind of beats them off the zombies gets fucked up like you see a lot of gore in that first scene like you get the zombies stabbed like really close up like blood stakes it almost seems like vampires for a second (laughs) i swear to god i saw a stake go into a zombie (laughs) yeah mark gets bit bitten all of this and then right after she's looking around she's looking at jim she's like did any blood get in you blah 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 and he's like no i'm good and then she looks at mark you see a big old like mark in him <laughs> that was pretty funny <laughs> and then she's like all right mark and he's like no no wait hold on and then she just starts hacking into his arm and at first i thought she was just chopping his arm off and establishing like you know right yeah right. that's what you thought too right if you yep. cut off like the surface it's not or like the you know the the attack point, then, like, you know, it won't spread to the rest of you. Right. But, uh, no, she hacks him into ground beef.
1: Yeah, she just keeps going. She fucking wrecks that dude.
0: Dude, I wish we saw him after, because I'm (laughs) sure he looked like he just went through a fucking bread slicer, like in Fear Street. He probably looked like that. (laughs) Dude, she
1: goes ham with that fucking machete.
0: Dude, like, I feel like he was already very much dead way before that, and she destroyed, which also, I'm not mad at, because that's what I always get mad at people for, not doing in movies. Did you notice, notice this lotion bottle just sitting right here? I didn't.
1: <laughs> but I know you always have it close by. <laughs> I've been around long enough to know that the lotion, the lotion bottle is... If it's not on that table, it's on this other table just over to the other side of you right there. <laughs> it's very true. I don't have many spots, all right? It's a small room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he gets pummeled. Basically...
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: There was also um in between that there is this really fucking sad scene where Jim kind of walks off for a second and he pulls out a picture of his kid and his wife. Or I think it, no, it's just his kid but it has a message from his wife on the back and it says with endless love we left you sleeping. Now we're sleeping with you. Don't wake up. I think those were his parents
1: and that was a picture of him as a kid.
0: Oh, was that Okay, whatever, still sad. <laughs> I'm still sad. <laughs> okay so he didn't have kids he has parents okay well his parents um love him
1: yeah he got hit by a car or something when he was a pizza delivery guy and so he was in a Wait, coma what? yeah that's how, that's why he was in the hospital oh i thought he was a scientist with the monkeys oh god damn it <laughs> that definitely wasn't him now that i think about it that guy was a nerd and i think probably a different ethnicity Okay, so Jim was a pizza delivery guy. He got hit by a car, Hmm. and he was in a coma in the hospital. Wait, did we see the pizza delivery? Who was he delivering to? We didn't see any of that. He just tells them that's how he woke up in the hospital.
0: Oh, okay. You see, I don't listen to what
1: men have to say. Good for you. (laughs) So I didn't catch that. Honestly, it's a good call, especially white ones. (laughs) especially british ones <laughs> fuck bro you kidding me <laughs> like what are they ever saying like oi are we gonna get in are we gonna get into your <laughs> british accents again i feel like i've already done this episode <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right we should probably cut up a little bit we kind of skipped some stuff that didn't matter too much um all right so we get over to like jim and selena walking around and she's like all right jim here are the rules buddy you can't hesitate and you know i would kill you just like i did mark if i had to and then she's like oh god you don't have a plan do you which i honestly think is the funniest fucking thing you could ever say in a zombie movie especially in this situation because there's it, she's so there's always a fucking plan and she's like what you think there's a cure you you're gonna fucking fall in love with me like what's going on
1: asshole is a really, really great character. Uh, she also has a really great line where Jim asks her, like, oh, how did you know he was infected? Like, what if he wasn't? And she said, I didn't kill him because I knew he was. I killed him because I know that he knew he was. Yeah, and that's honestly perfect. Like, you see
0: that look in someone someone's eyes, uh, kill them if there's zombies around. That's the rule. I don't care. She is a fucking badass. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Like, she is honestly, like, the best character for sure. And then Jim and Selena don't get to chill for very long. Because, because they see Christmas of... lights. Yeah, that is some. There's also. Why is he playing? What's
1: that song that is playing? Hold on. I have it written down. I just thought it was so dumb. Like, I mean, I get it. Like, you're always going to be looking for other people who are surviving. But like, oh, look, Christmas lights. That's probably a safe place to go. Let's go see if they need our help. Oh, they're playing
0: the fucking Frosty the Snowman song. it's just on a repeat it's just like frosty the snowman is a wonderful wonderful guy he's made of snow and christmas lights flashing the whole time frosty is the guy (laughs) i don't know how the song goes that's pretty much it you got it But, yeah, they kind of just, like, get attacked. He's like, wait for me, Selena!" And then he almost gets ate up. And then, fortunately for them, some dude is living in an apartment upstairs and has full riot gear and zero fear of attacking zombies, like, head on. Yeah, man. Which is kind of crazy. Like, I kind of feel like I'm also very confused. Like, if he has that riot gear, why did not he bring it with him later? It's a great
1: question. Maybe it it couldn't fit in the car.
0: Yeah, I didn't think about that until right now.
1: Like why if you have that, shouldn't you just be wearing that always? There's a lot of uh questionable decisions from Frank, I would say.
0: Yeah, I feel like sometimes he's a very smart guy and other times you just like, oh well, you know.
1: <laughs> I think Frank's Kind of a dumbass and maybe just lucked into a couple decisions. (laughs) I think so. Well, anyway, Frank is this
0: guy that has a kid that's living in the apartment playing Frosty the Snowman on repeat in a Christmas room. That's never even explained either. I thought he was going to be like, I thought his kid was going to be actually a lot younger or something. He was going to be like, yeah, this is to comfort her. But I think she's like at least like 13 or 14. Right? Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like she's a little past needing Frosty the Snowman on repeat 24 hours a day.
1: Like, I think the the lights are enough, right? If you're just trying to, like, do an SOS kind of thing, the lights are enough. You don't need to be playing that and subjecting yourself to having to hear it constantly. I don't even know if that was an SOS. I feel like he had
0: blackout curtains in that specific room that was playing Frosty the Snowman, and the rest of the area did not know that he was playing Frosty the Snowman. Like, what was the, what was the deal with that? And is that supposed to alert people? If I heard Frosty the Snowman, I'd go the other way, Right? Like, that's not a place I want to be, even if there's not a zombie apocalypse. Absolutely not. So, good on you, Frank. Okay. Way to go, Frank! (laughs) Well, they get ready to go to bed because they're now hanging out with Mr. Frank. And I feel like Jim had a pretty awkward conversation with uh, Frank regarding, like, the sleeping arrangements. I thought he was going to, like, assault her at first. Oh,
1: I did not see no? that from Frank. I Dude, was not picking I, okay. up on that. He was just like, hey, do you need to sleep in there? Or, like, no. I don't know.
0: Just the way it happened because he was like, hey, you going to, like, you sleep in, like, with the girl? Or, like, you go in some. He was like, oh, no, I'll go in the other room. And then he was like, oh, uh, okay. Just the way he kind of, like, felt, like, kind of, like, gave a weird response about how he was like, oh, okay. I was like, are you going to, like, try to sneak in a room and do some weird shit? Because, like, I don't know. I feel like I've seen enough, like, finding shelter movies or like zombie movies or whatever that like there is a creepy guy that's just like oh okay this is my fucking chance now well that's the thing this movie goes there just not yet it does and
1: it goes there way way harsh way harsh for sure uh, so i would crazy. like to point out though right before that right before he interrupts him in the bathroom to ask him about the sleeping arrangements that's when we have jim like He goes into the bathroom, takes a shower. He's, like, shaving and, like, cutting his hair because everything grew all weird because he was in a coma for however long. Why does he come out of that bathroom looking shittier than when he went in? I kind of feel like... Okay, this is terrible. Like, he comes out and he looks like a fucking rat.
0: Yeah, this is terrible what I'm about to say, but I feel like when a UK person cleans them up, the goal is to look shittier. (laughs) They don't take care of their teeth. Like, why would they take care of their appearance?
1: (laughs) I mean, like, even if you just shaved his face, but he left, like, I know his hair was grown in weird or whatever, but it looked better than this terrible fucking, like, little boy, like, cut that he walks out with. It's so bad. Looking good in Great Britain
0: is looking terrible by anyone else's standards. All right. I guess that's it. (laughs) Maybe I should move. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I would do great there. I just don't. (laughs) I just don't try.
1: I would do great there. (laughs) I just
0: lost, like, every UK listener with those statements. Oh, my God. They're like, guys, we, you don't get it. We brush our teeth.
1: Yeah. I mean, he literally does, though. He comes, he walks out of that room, and he looks like someone you would see in a movie who, like, is some asshole at a soccer game who, like, drank too much, and he's, like, yelling at everyone. That's what he looks like. Yeah, he walks out of the room, and he's like,
0: Oh not know where the zombies at!
1: <laughs> yeah, that's
0: UK. <laughs> All right. and, it's, and UK is okay. It,
1: it, I and, MYIs. This is uh this is also right after this is where we get the uh <laughs> the big twenty-eight days like slogan almost. Is it? Oh yeah. yeah, is we get that a couple times. We do get it a couple times, but this is where it happens the first time, whenever Selena says, uh, yeah, they need us more than we need them. Wait, is this fifty-six days later then? What was that twenty-eight days later? Yeah, so I think by the end of the movie, it's 56 days. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, because if they did that that one time and then they did it again, isn't that 56 days later? Yes. Okay. So 58 gays hate her. Or 56. By the end. By the end of the movie, there's 58 of them. And then two more just came along for the ride. Just call it 60. <laughs> just round up. six. There's 60 of them. <laughs> and they all hate her. Do you think that her is like Cher or something? Yeah.
1: Fuck. That's how I feel when I listen to Cher. Yeah, that's how I feel too now. So anyway,
0: uh, where are we at? The stereotypical uh, starts when Frank shows Selena and Jim are recording. He's like, "I need, I need you guys more than you need me. It's true me and my daughter need to get this, these soldiers because they might have a cure. And you know what? I would have been upset, but I'm like, you know, just the fact that they kind of, like, acknowledged it earlier, you know, when someone right. was like, oh, you know, we don't want a cure, don't want love, blah, blah, blah. Like, both those things happen. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, o- I'm okay with it, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I think that it's really funny that they're just sort of like, no, we don't want to do that. And then Hannah just, like, Basically says, pretty, 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 please. And they're like, okay.
0: <laughs> right? Like, she literally just
1: comes in and goes, uh, you guys are dumb. And they felt, like, challenged by a child. And they were like, all right, I'm not dumb. <laughs> I'm not dumb. I'll do it. Yep. <laughs> and that's what, okay, that's how we got the whole movie. That's the whole plot now is because Hannah said, you have to. it's was like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, I was going to say that's the plot
0: of The Last of Us, but I feel like it's a little different. There was a little more substance to that, little I guess. A little bit more. A little bit more. Yeah, this kind of was just straightforward. Hannah going... Come on.
1: <laughs> Let's go, bitches. <laughs> Hannah's technically calling all the shots. Yeah, she kind of is. I didn't even think about it until just now. She re- she even drives the cars. She even drives the cars? <laughs>
0: <laughs> remember that scene where her dad's like, you can't have any Valium? I'm like, she's basically your dad. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, She could definitely have some Valium. <clears throat> and she does. She does. She has a lot of Valium in this movie, actually. <laughs> anyway, the, remember that scene of them driving through the cars and, like, the broken glass? That was actually just a really cool shot all around. Like, I'm kind of just going to suck that shot's dick for a second. Yeah, just when they're going through the tunnel and
1: shit. Yeah, and they're kind of just, like, laughing. They're all like,
0: stop it, you idiot. And Frank's just like,
1: ha, 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 That's when Jim says, this is a really shit idea. You know why? Because it's really fucking obviously a shit idea. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of love Jim.
0: <laughs> he really is just always just like stating
1: just the truest facts, honestly. <laughs> like he's not he's not subtle about it at all, which I love. And then he turns into Batman at the end, but I mean, we'll get to that point.
0: He's Rambo Batman, like he cut. He looks like Christian Bale in The Machinist, right? <laughs> but mixed with Rambo,
1: right it's so crazy
0: <laughs> anyway frank fucks up the car like he's pretty much just like yeah you're gonna pop the tires on the fucking glass and then he's like nah, yeah, i'm good <laughs> and then immediately he's like Welp guys looks like i popped the tires on the glass what are we gonna do now <laughs> he's like i told you so and they're like what <laughs>
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much like the dad, I told you so. <laughs> basically, he's like, Welp, I was right all along. And all the kids are like, What the
0: fuck are you talking about, dad? <laughs> we told you so. <laughs> and then he's like, All right, Welp, we gotta fix it. And then he like, He actually has like Hannah fully under the car, like fixing everything, basically. Yeah. Again, just taking the lead. And then I thought it was so funny, because I start hearing some stuff, and they see shadows, and they're like, What the fuck is that? It's kind of short. And then... A million
1: rats. A million gazillion rats. The most rats, like, ever in the world show up. Every rat in London shows up. I thought Hannah
0: was dead immediately, because I was like, you can't have that many rats on top of you and just not immediately be dead <laughs> by whatever bites they did to you in that one second period.
1: Right? No, nah, she's totally fine.
0: She didn't even seem like she had, like, a butt. They should have put, like, little rat bite marks on her for the rest of the movie. Something. I don't know how how she survived even a second of that. I mean, how many rats do you think were on her alone? At least 300? Apparently none, but it looked like 300. (laughs) They were definitely on her. Like, we saw a shot with her covered in rats, and I was like, bro, you can't do that. Like... It would take so. Like, you'd be eaten by the zombies that showed up right after this by the time you got all those rats off of her. Right. There'd at least be rats in your car that followed you in there.
1: Yeah, and so apparently that's why the rats are running, because there's a horde of zombies on their way. Yeah, dude, like, are rats even scared of zombies? Like, do they eat them? The uh, These ones do, I guess.
0: Maybe they eat them, because they seem pretty terrified. Yep. So Jim wants a cheeseburger. He's tired of Selena bossing him around, and he says this line where he's like, you're like a fucking annoying ant on a vacation or something like that. <laughs> and then he goes in to get some cheeseburgers at this cheeseburger joint. And there's this moment where it seems like a zombie's gonna like kill him and like sneak up behind him. But it seems like in these 28 days he's learned a little bit of fighting tactics and he has like cat-like reflexes now, just a little bit. So he goes to kill the zombie. But then he turns around again. There's this another little moment where you think that he's going to have sympathy because like it's a child zombie.
1: Yeah, but nope, murders it murders it which hey guess what also showed up in walking dead in the very beginning is it weird too because later in
0: the movie he's like i had to kill a kid because the guy's like hey have you killed anyone blah 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 and he's like yeah i killed a kid he's like one person or whatever but i'm like wait a second you had those cat-like reflexes but that was the only guy you killed how'd you get those reflexes like were you even
1: training apparently he didn't kill another single zombie the whole time um, I also wanted to say, when they, they made a little pit stop before they go to the gas station, they make a little pit stop at a grocery store, which is completely abandoned, but also somehow completely untouched. No one has ransacked it yet. Yeah, the fruit is rotten, but everything else is fine. Like, everything is still, like, perfectly on the Fully stocked. Nothing's on the ground, like... It's super weird, and then Jim tries to grab a bottle of, like, regular, like, cheap whiskey. <laughs> <I love> Frank. <laughs> and Frank's like, nah, you gotta get the good stuff. And he grabs five bottles of Lagavulin. Which, honestly, I feel like that was an understatement as it is. Like, if
0: it, why was he going for the cheap stuff? That's so ridiculous. He's a fucking dumbass. Get the most outrageous alcohol that's there. Why not? Like I'm doing it up, dude. I'm living like I'm fucking rich in this zombie apocalypse. You saving it for somebody? <laughs>
1: yeah, like who do you think is gonna go by? No one has been there. Right? This is you might as well take all of
0: it. Yeah, and like everyone's dead. Like you remember like how you were walking around and there was no one around except for a million zombies and like three people. They're not gonna appreciate that log of wool in sixteen year. Come on, man. Like just just think for a second. Also, Selena kissed Jim on the cheek at one point, uh, solidifying love.
1: Yeah, they do like the the romance story in this is pretty weird. Like him like being like, Oh, you're like so he's like so frustrated with her, like, oh you're like a fucking annoying aunt or whatever, and then like two days later like you're kissing, like, okay, whatever. Like <laughs> I think they have a Mr. and Mrs. Smith
0: relationship. That makes sense, yeah. They they like kinda like beef and they like they're all about the business in terms of killing zombies, all about the zombie business. Yeah, but they rugged love each other, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Like it
1: now that I'm looking back on it, it's a little it's a, like it's definitely unnecessary. To say it's, the a least. L- it's a little it's a little forced, but I guess you needed you needed something. Like I said, Jim needed some reason to want to be a survivor. And so this is this is him finding reasons to fight, you know?
0: Yeah, and there are those few scenes where Selena's even like, oh, you know, Frank has his kid, she has him, that's why they're alive and, like, happy in some kind of way, blah, blah, blah. Like, we don't have that, like, maybe we'll find something, whatever. So they're kind of just setting up like that. And it is a little cheesy, and to be fair, like, in this movie, if they didn't do the romance at all, it would have been the same movie. Like, it doesn't, like, change anything emotionally or whatever. Like, he still could have, like, cared for her and, like, done certain stuff. And, like, in the end, like, when it comes to saving her and the kid... There was enough reason to save it them without a yep. Yeah, it did not need to be. Like, anyone would have gone back and saved them with the fuck shit that was going down. 100%. Like, even if it wasn't just for her, just the fact that there was a kid there involved. Right. They were, obviously, we're being ominous, but it's a lot. So yeah. we'll get to that. It's heavy. So now they're in, like, the sewer kind of area, and Selena has Valium, and Frank is like, hey, you can't let her get fucking stoned and fall asleep. And then, like, Jim is just like, come on, man. Come on, dad. Let her have some Valium. And me and you actually talked about that in the last episode in Spontaneous, where like, it's you true. know what? There's certain situations where people are either blowing up or there's zombies murdering people where you kind of just have to let your kid, like, have some Valium. Yeah. Like, let your kid do whatever drug they want. If they're doing heroin, sorry, not on me. That's your life choice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not going to try to parent you anymore. It's fine. You're an adult. She's driving <laughs> the car, dude. She's driving the car. And she's like 13. You're a fucking adult now. She's fucking Tokyo drifting the car. She's going crazy, man. So after the Valium, travel continues on a bright new sunny day. And they end up at the 42nd blockade. And Frank says, this is it. But unfortunately, it's far from it because that shit is empty. It's abandoned. Seems like there's no one really there. This shit is, is, I have questions. I have a lot of questions about this and it doesn't make sense.
1: Okay, good. First of all, they're listening to the broadcast like the whole way they're driving there, and it's getting more and more like culty and ominous and like weird sounding. Like when you listen to the words that the guy's using, it's like clearly this isn't a safe place to go. Like, why do you think you guys are probably the only person who fell for this trap, dumbasses? Like it sounds terrible. The more they listen to it, and you know, what? now <laughs> I think about it in perspective
0: too. Like my whole issue is that. When I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, it's weird how this whole place is abandoned. Some shit's going to happen. We're going to talk about it right now. But these soldiers and whatnot, because the whole promise is that there's soldiers there and there's a cure, this, that, blah, blah, blah. And the soldiers are there. It is abandoned. But they show up conveniently right after someone gets turned. And at first, I was like, this... Doesn't really make sense. Like, why would they show up right after they had to have heard them? Because when they showed up and the whole place was abandoned, Frank's like fucking screaming and shit. And he's like, What the fuck? Right. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you heard that. So I'm like, Why aren't they just showing up? I guess now in retrospect,
1: it makes a lot think, of sense. Do you think it was like kind of a sexist thing of like, Oh, if there's only one man, then yes, we can take it down easier? 100%. Okay. I
0: guess now since we're kind of given a little more context soon in this. There's culty stuff. They're basically trying to start like a breeding chamber in this like in this fucking mansion because it's all men there. One dude was gonna like kill himself, and he's like, I went to my guy, and I was like, I promised him women, blah blah blah. So they're trying to like get women here, and that's why they put out the broadcast and all this stuff because they're trying to get people to show up so they can enslave women and then. Breed with
1: them and blah, blah. all this fuck shit. Like, it's crazy. It's yeah. fucking crazy. And so, and so, do you think that like yes. those guys were hiding out? Yes. And then they were like, "Oh shit, there's a guy." Like I there's don't know. Two men.
0: One of them is a older. He might be a little bit older, but he looked like. He's just like kind of been through some shit. Like he might have been somewhat of a problem. They saw Jim; he was like the weaker of the two men, and he was like they were like, "All right, we can get them in, get them to trust us, but the less of them, the better." But we have to keep the women. So they kind of like I feel like they kind of want. I mean, this might be thinking too much into it and like too much into the backstory, but I genuinely do think that it was a thing where they were all hiding back. And they were watching, waiting because they knew there was a zombie around. Or, but I don't know. Maybe that is a little too far-fetched. Because now that I think about it, the zombie was dead, and that is pretty outlandish to think that a crow was going to be there. A crow was going to squawk, hit a zombie, and then let some blood fall into his eyes. So now that I'm now that I'm it's saying it all out loud,
1: but I mean, maybe they were just going to wait until they could like pick Frank off on his own, or some something, way, like know?
0: some, like maybe like do something where they're like, oh, I thought he was a zombie, right? and then take them in. Like, I don't know, yeah. Now that I'm saying it all out loud, it does seem like a really far-fetched plan, but it very much could have been. These are very far-fetched people. That's true. I was kind of wondering the whole time, like, what took them so
1: long to pop out?
0: Yeah, because we think it's abandoned, but the second Frank starts turning, that's what happens. Basically, there's a crow. He's walking off on his own. There's a crow, like, going to some... And actually, I do want to say some stuff about the crow because he says the most UK thing in the world. He's like, get out of it. He's like yelling at the crow. He's basically like, okay. It, it, you'd understand the reference if you're watching the movie, but I don't I, I don't have
1: the dialect, so I can't do it. But like basically get out of what? What are the f- you're trying to tell him to just like fuck off? That's like what you're trying to say. He's saying go away, fuck off, one of the two, but
0: he's like, get go, get out of it. He's basically saying go on get in right, American. Right. And I think get out of it is probably one of the funniest I was cry laughing. <laughs> get out of it just looking at a crow. That <laughs> yeah. shit was funny, but he gets closer to it. He's like, he kind of just gets out of it right into blood in his eye. <laughs> yeah, and then the transformation is fast as fast. And again, uh, this is why I like this movie much more than Train to Busan, which I think people always say is like the best zombie movie. Fuck you, no it's not. Because they try to do this thing where they're like, oh, these zombies turn so fast and there's high stakes and blah, blah. Or at least that's the feel that I feel like they're trying to give you in the beginning of the movie. And then every time there's a main character or a pivotal character or someone you've been around for a while gets bitten or, like, does something that's going to turn them into a zombie, they have, like, this long, prolonged emotional thing where they're, like, they say a whole monologue before they die. They're like, oh, son, I, w- I wish I was better to you. I was so—this—oh, I have all these regrets. I love you so much. But, oh, hold on. Wait. I'm turning. Oh, it's coming over me. And it's, like, this long, like, fucking, like, Bella Lugosi, like, Dracula-esque kind of just, like, bullshit dramatic thing where they're like, oh, and now I'm turning. And I fucking hate that. I'm like, don't. That's my issue with so many zombie movies. They set up these rules and then they just break them
1: to get like a, a emotional scene. And I'm like, yeah, either emotion or they or they break it the other way to make it a, a jump scare. Where yes, like you exactly. think the turns are slow and then all of a sudden someone turns real fast. Exactly. And I hate that. It just it's the cheapest thing
0: in the world. It's like when you do one side of it, it feels like a romance movie. When you do the other side of it, it just flat out feels cheap. Cheap. Yep. Just terrible. And that's what I really like about this. Like you had a character that we started to feel for, but he literally had all of like two seconds where he said, Hey, I love you. Get the fuck away from me. And immediately started turning and like raging out and like about to kill his daughter. Yeah. And
1: I like that. I think that's cool. And they didn't break that like ever in the movie yeah they didn't and jim's about to beat him with a baseball bat but then the soldiers turn frank into swiss cheese yeah they shoot him a lot and i kind of like i did laugh a little bit because like after he got like shot like 50 times and
0: he was like still motionless the daughter was like dad and i was like oh bro no
1: you like, definitely no." <laughs> it was one of those things too where like the the bullets i feel like came in waves and it was like after like the first wave you're like oh they got him and then you're like oh fuck oh god oh there's there was like seven more waves (laughs) seven more (laughs) waves easily and then after the seventh wave that's when
0: she's like dad and i'm like oh bro after that like (laughs) after that first wave he was more than gone and he they were shoot like they did the thing where like his lifeless body was sitting there and it was just popping up just because bullets were hitting it
1: yeah yeah i mean they were still (laughs) shooting it when he's just on the ground
0: yeah so he's they really did not want another man around there they did not oh god so anyway um they get to the new compound and we see jim's butt cheeks yeah we do and we also see the soldiers just living like a casual life which was my first red flag like they're kind of just like he
1: looks out the window and they're driving around like just kind of like
0: oh you asshole you almost hit frank's
1: car they're fucking around with frank's car oh was it that was the taxi that's their car that they brought in and it's like okay wait why are these fuckers like fucking around with our shit like Especially right after they fucking Swiss cheese, Frank. It's his car. Fuck off, guys. That
0: actually makes it a lot crazier. I didn't even realize that.
1: Yeah, so you know pretty pretty quick that something something's off with these guys.
0: Yeah, and then one of the soldiers start to show him around the place. They eventually lead him outside, and they're like, "Yeah, and here is Mailer." And I also thought this was a big red flag because, like, I know it's a zombie. But anytime you have a chained up black man somewhere, um, I feel like there's underlying tones of that. Yeah. I mean, like, dude, it is the this soldier brigade is like 20 white guys, one black guy that's alive. He seems like he's fearing
1: for his life at all times. He's the only one that like you feel like has his head on straight and he's just trying to survive, like yeah. blend in with these crazy people.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, okay, so you have one chained up zombie, but there's like, this ratio doesn't make sense. I'm sure there's many more white guys that turn into zombies before this black guy turned into a zombie, but it's a little telling that that's the one you have sitting around. It's a little bit sus. It's a little bit sus. When I was watching, I almost started questioning like the filmmaking of this because I was like, oh, that's kind of... Is there, like, some subconscious, like, weird shit going on to this? It seems like a weird choice, right? Because they seem like, okay, well, when I was watching, I was like, okay, these are the compound guys. Like, at this moment, even though they're doing, like, a little sketchy stuff, I'm like, they're probably the good guys. Like, they seem like the good guys. So I was like, is this on the filmmakers? Like,
1: are they doing some weird
0: shit? But then when I see that they're the bad guys, I'm like, okay, I get it
1: now. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, did you have to make the chained up zombie a black guy? Like, could it have been any anyone else? I don't think they had to but I guess in the context they
0: are making these people out to be the shittiest people possible and that really that goes
1: into it for sure that very much goes into it you are painting a very disturbing image
0: yes yeah and I feel like it's like since it came before too it's kind of context clues like if you are like following and you're feeling like oh this is weird it's one of those things that just adds on to the weird factor where you're like I don't know if that's Right. Like, I don't know, but it has, it's definitely like under the context, it's something that has you questioning, like, whether it's something that's racially motivated or whether it's just like, okay, this is the zombie that we were able to capture and we have him. Cause he says he's doing like these scientific, like,
1: right. The idea is that they, they want to keep him there to see how long it takes for him to starve to death. Yeah. So, like, it does have you questioning it in a pretty good
0: way when you're watching the movie for the first time. Yeah, for sure. I will say that. So, also, did you notice Mark Zuckerberg was in the movie? The one who uh, bakes? The egg cook? (laughs) Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, sorry. Before Mark Zuckerberg, can we bring it back? Because I forgot that I did write down one question about the chaining thing. How do you chain a zombie, like, realistically? I don't
1: know what's, where the chain is on his person.
0: No, not that. I don't. I don't care about like where he is and he's chained and how he's not getting out. I think it's like usually when I see a zombie chained up, it's like in the middle of their body or something. So they're just running, their arms are out. You just don't get too close. Mm-hmm. That I'm fine with. How do you hold down a zombie forcibly and not get his blood inside of you or not get bit?
1: Well, they did it in. um maybe have done it in things before that's true in George Romero's day of the dead they have like a kind of like what like uh, dog catchers use to catch like a rabbit animal they, they have a like net. a it's like a long no you dumb <laughs> it's like a Remember long those animated stick? things where a dog catcher <laughs> would just have a giant net not fucking animaniacs <laughs>
0: that's what i always imagine that dog catches use there's just like still a guy in like 2021 20, just running around with a giant net
1: <laughs> a fucking butterfly net just <laughs> scooping up raccoons and shit or like full size like 100 pound dogs and like just like just like or, a, like a
0: cheetah full full ass boxer just whoop <laughs> i just imagine
1: like a guy with like a dorky little hat chasing a cheetah with a net. <laughs> no those animal control things it's like a long stick and then there's like a loop on the end of it like like you have that like metal thing you pull and it like closes it yeah so you can like loop it around their neck and then you close it up and then you can like kind of have them on a stick almost that's how they did it in day of the dead but how do you get close to get the like chain that you lock up on them yeah man i don't know that takes someone with bigger balls than me yeah that's like someone with a (laughs) fucking death wish dude
0: (laughs) but not even a death wish because you're not dying like a someone with a zombie wish right
1: I'd be scared of the chances of becoming a zombie more than dying, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's always been my argument with any zombie movie. It's like, oh, would you survive a zombie apocalypse? As soon as I know that I'm zombies are myself. an actual real thing, I am offing myself. As soon as I know that is a, a actual real-life possibility that is happening, I'm done. Look, dude, I have two options, and I'm either
0: going ham and I'm fucking going Rambo and fighting the fuck out of zombies, or i'm killing myself or actually i guess i have one other option i'm gonna go rambo but i'm gonna have a gun pointed at my head at all times so that if at any point i think something's about to happen i'm just gonna pull the trigger it's gonna be like nope it's gonna be duct taped to my forehead so i can literally just put my like hand on it and just pull the trigger at any given moment yeah no i'm not interested it's just it's a lot like i don't know what's gonna happen when i'm a zombie like if i still have my brain in there i'm gonna be pretty pissed i assume maybe i don't know i don't know yeah anyway mark zuckerberg is here and i was pretty dumbfounded when the main soldier dude spit out his eggs and fucked off zuckerberg this is when i knew these guys were fucked because i was like okay
1: i thought you had to ration food but you're spitting out eggs because they taste a little bit off it's like it's the most awkward dinner party scene of maybe any movie ever (laughs)
0: Yeah, and I've seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right? And this was so just awkward. This is so much worse. I
1: hated it. I did not want to be there, even just watching it. I was like, get me out of this place. Yeah, so you got this guy who's basically acting like fucking zombie Hitler, essentially. Yeah. And then you've you've got uh, the only like outsiders are just sort of like standing by Uh, Hannah just saw her dad get turned into Swiss cheese. So she's not hungry.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And they're kind of like, why aren't you hungry? Your dad only got murdered
1: by us. Right. We only, you only just watched us destroy your father in front of your face then they have this big conversation about like humanity being
0: wiped out getting a reset blah blah and a couple of guys like you could tell that a couple of them kind of don't like everyone else because they're like yeah you know this is kind of cool right like wait this is fine and the other ones are like
1: fuck you that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard yeah there's really like two guys like the one the one black guy and then like this other guy who's like a little bit older than all the other soldiers yeah he looks like like kurt russell when he doesn't have hair right <laughs> <laughs> Mixed with like a like a Russell Crowe like uh, Rambo kind of thing. Yeah, he's they're the only two that are kinda like normal people, <laughs> and then everyone else is a disgusting monster. Yeah, and then I feel like Zuckerberg is kinda like uh like
0: uh, that hunchback, uh, like Frankenstein assistant, but like he doesn't have the hunchback. He just has the
1: same energy. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's it's He's one of those people that you don't necessarily think is completely evil, but like he's definitely going along with it. Or he I think he I got the vibe
0: that he's just so bullied into doing it that he's just like, I have no other
1: option and I'm stupid. So whatever. I mean, he was wearing a very lovely apron at one point. Yeah, and he's so he's like
0: my the eggs master I have some I have a real nice surprise for you wearing his like his frilly little apron. So I'm like, "Okay, you're scared." <laughs> so Ditto gets interrupted by a bunch of zombies attacking and that's when we uh see how the soldiers interact with zombies and like they fuck them up. They destroy them. They don't mess around yeah then they do like the bro thing where they're like fuck
1: yeah dude we freaking blew him up dude you see the way i shot that dude in the oh, face bro did you see that i've never seen anything like that before dude and then
0: they come inside they're doing the thing where they have like you know their assault rifle like just being held in one hand and they're like holding it up like you know like yeah fuck yeah dude and then they go they have like this like i have a huge cock contest and they steal selena's machete and they act like it's their cock and then he gets like super rapey with her picks yep. her up and he's like i'm gonna fuck you right here and everyone's like This is when Jim's just looking around like, what the, where did this come from? Like,
1: yeah. Where the fuck did this come from?
0: What is happening?
1: Yeah, and then Henry kind of does this, like, cult leader, good cop, bad cop thing and, like, brings Jim away after he calms things down. Yeah, he's like, hey, let's go have a drink. Like, Selena gets annoyed
0: and walks off. And he's like, Alright, yeah, let's go have a drink. And he's like, hey, so uh yeah, my buddy was uh crying and he had a gun in his mouth and he said there wasn't a future, so he was like, I have a future. We're gonna go steal some women and breed them. Okay. That made you happy? That made you that made you wanna live? You thought that was a good idea? <laughs> yeah, why did the guy who was gonna kill himself because he thought he didn't have a future go, Oh, rape women for eternity? That's my future. Like what the f- Fuck all of you, you
1: assholes. It's bad. It's bad. I mean, you think you think all of the villains from Walking Dead like got progressively more and more heinous. Like these guys already top that chart. It is the most disgusting,
0: repulsive shit I have ever heard. Like it's some intense shit. And literally like I didn't even think about that, but the fact that that made that guy go, "I'm taking this gun out of my mouth. That's a life I
1: want to live. It's worth it's worth living life if I get to do that every day." That is so f- fucked up it's some pretty bizarre shit like he, that means basically that was his saving grace he was gonna kill himself because that wasn't his life so the original script that part Dude. wasn't necessarily like the whole ending here from that moment forward was different oh really what was it gonna be before Uh, I can't remember all of the details, but on the DVD, uh, which I used to have, I probably have it around here somewhere. There's a bonus feature and it shows like just the storyboards because they have the original storyboards from what the script was going to be. And you can like watch the storyboard as almost like a a really shitty animation where it'll just like go from one storyboard to the next. Mm. And it plays out this whole scene. Essentially, Jim was supposed to like get bitten and then they like performed a blood transfusion or no like one of the other people got bit and then Jim does a blood transfusion to like save them but then he takes all the bad blood into him and then he becomes a zombie like that's how the movie was supposed to end was it anything like the way that it ends here okay so
0: this is really fucked up but I'm so glad that the movie ended the way it did and not like that that would have ruined the movie for me it would not have been nearly as compelling that's for sure Because everything that I've been talking about that I like about this movie, that ending would have disregarded everything. Right? If they were able to be like, "Oh, this," because then they would have done the same thing. It's the emotional thing where he doesn't turn immediate. If you have time for a blood transfusion,
1: yeah, they 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 do they do like a makeshift blood transfusion. I think I can't remember who's the one that gets bit. It's either like Hannah does, and then Sir. Uh, What's her name? Selena. Selena. Yeah. Selena helps her like helps do the blood transfusion or maybe Selena gets bit and Hannah helps do the blood transfusion. It's something like that. Um, But yeah, this stuff, they actually said they wrote the scene that we just described. Whenever Henry tells Jim what his plan is, it says that they wrote that scene the day before they shot it. Wow. And like the actors helped help to write that whole thing wow that's heavy yeah
0: well i mean i guess off that i could say that's some crazy dark but good filmmaking shit to write on a day right it's like
1: they were like hey we don't think this is gonna work let's try this instead
0: (laughs) no yeah that's good because that's way better than the other ending i don't like that other ending at all yeah i would have probably rated this movie very different if that was the ending yeah, it's some wild shit. Wow. So anyway, uh they're taking Jim and the other guy to get killed cuz basically they have this whole thing where they're like, "All right, well, you're going to be on our side?" No. "All right, I'm going to go kill you." And then that other guy who's basically like Rambo Kurt Russell, right? Cuz he's also like, "Yeah, no, fuck you. I'm not going to let you like take these women and this kid. Like there's a fucking 13-year-old. You guys are fucked." Right. <laughs> so they're taking them to go get killed like out in the jungle area, and there's this whole argument about <laughs> again, I love UK phrases. They're like, what are you going to stick me right here? What? You're not a fucking man. You're going to stick me. And they're talking about <laughs> stabbing him with the bayonet. <laughs> <laughs> and this is only probably funny to American people, but like, that is so fucking funny. Like how could, you don't think that's funny? Like British people. That's fucking funny.
1: Yeah. You're going to stick me <laughs> like that's comical. Uh, Yeah, so when they're doing that, they're out at this, like, execution pit, essentially. It's just this giant hole full of dead bodies of people that, I guess, didn't want to go along with their plans, so they killed them, right? That's what I would assume that is. Or maybe there's Uh, zombie bodies in there, too. I think it's probably both. I assumed it was zombie bodies, but I guess you're right. It could be that, too. There's probably a little bit of both. You're right.
0: You're right, because, I mean, if they had, like, a big brigade before this, because it seemed like they did have a bigger thing before and it seemed like they were also doing very good at good at killing zombies, so that could very much make sense. Like, why yeah. would the zombies be taking them out if they're doing so good at just destroying them before they even get near them? They're
1: probably killing the people off there weren't into their whole fucked plan. Right. Yeah. Uh well apparently the set designers didn't clean up all those bodies like after they left. And it was, like, really close to a road. And I read on the the IMDb trivia that, like, the next day, some lady was driving her car and saw this giant pile of dead bodies. And she wrecked her car because it scared the fuck out of her <laughs> and then called the
0: police. Why is that the most filmmaking thing that I've ever heard in my life? You guys are so lazy after shooting, like, a giant, like, set and a crazy scene <laughs> that you leave a pile of fake dead bodies on the side of the road. Just on the side of the road. The most movie-making thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, nothing tracks more than that.
1: Right, right. And, th- and it's funny, because, like, you think about, like, I, you hear all kinds of stories about that with, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2 and, like, shit like that. But, like, this was in 2002. But how many times have you heard of people saying, like, oh, I rented
0: out my house or something for these uh, people to shoot a movie, and I will never fucking do that again because right. they left my shit trashed right yeah like people like when you're shooting a movie like think about it you're like i want this to be as fucked up as possible especially if you're doing a horror movie like i wouldn't let someone unless it's my own house and i'm just like fuck it and i'm shooting the movie or something like i I wouldn't (laughs) let someone shoot a movie out of the house there's gonna be holes in my fucking walls there's gonna be like destroyed tile and like a bunch of other fucked up shit blood stains everywhere yep like it's not gonna turn out well like that's the most movie making thing i've ever heard (laughs) that's fucking crazy so anyway he's about to get stuck they have this whole conversation and then uh the Mark Zuckerberg guy shoots the guy to take him out of his misery, and the other guy's like, Fuck you, dude, I want to torture him. And then that of course leads Jim to escape. And it kinda looks like he ran off, but I guess like Mark Zuckerberg's the biggest idiot in the world because Jim just plopped down and somehow he, just he
1: didn't... hides in the bodies. Not even under him.
0: He just lays down in the bodies. Just lays down. I'm like, wait, you didn't see any of that? <laughs> So like, there's a lot of stuff that while I'm watching this movie, I excuse. But when I think about it, I'm like, you guys are fucking dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for R- sure, really dumb. <laughs> so we head back to the house, and the scumbag soldier- soldiers are starting to like forcibly undress Selena and Hannah. But like, they're not doing it to her. Like, you don't see it, but they're like about to. It's implied right. that they're about to. And then Selena, being the badass she is, she starts kissing one of the dumbasses because she's like, okay, if I start kissing him, he's gonna be like, oh, oh girl. <sighs> and that's exactly what happens he's like oh yeah female interaction that's crazy and then she's like leave the room so we can get a dress he's like <laughs> okay
1: and so that she could feed hannah a handful of valium and get her high as fuck dude that is so <laughs> fucking like i get
0: it like she made the best decision that she could in the situation but Again, it's just, it's really dark. It is very, very dark. And it's so dark, like, you know what she's doing, but there's a point where Hannah's like, are you trying to kill me? And Selena says, and she has to say this, there's nothing else she can say, but she says, no, I'm just trying to make you not care. Yeah. And on, dude, just saying that gave me fucking chills down my spine. Like, I damn near, like, fucking cried just watching that and just feeling that. I was like, oh my God. It's intense. That is the saddest fucking thing I have ever seen and heard. Yeah. Like she's shoving Valium down her throat. And when she said, I'm trying to make you not
1: care. I was like, Oh my
0: God.
1: And in this and at the same time though, I mean you're you're completely like understanding of of why that's her reaction. You're like yeah you have to do what you have to
0: do like you have to do that dude like that is you have valium on you the only other option is like murdering her so it doesn't happen right like you have like two options and right now like that's not even an option she doesn't have a weapon or anything else she could do that with so like literally yep. the only thing she could do is drug her so much that she doesn't know what's happening that
1: is so fucked up that yeah. destroyed me easily destroyed me it's very very intense uh oh, pretty much fuck. right this is whenever Jim starts turning into Batman, though, because he goes and oh sets my God. off that alarm. Dude, he starts hiding in the fucking trees. There's
0: rain going everywhere. Like, I felt like he was, like in batman origins when he's like when he's hiding out and like fighting the whole fucking brigade of like dudes that were training him blah 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 like
1: yeah it's i mean it's it's like any fucking uh any of the arkham games where you're like creeping around and like jumping from side to side and like you see jim with no shirt on (laughs) then he'll just like pass in front of the camera like and the guys are like what was that and then you'll see it somewhere else (laughs) wait a second when did he lose his shirt I, I, don't know he lo- know. I know he lost I it. I don't ver- know why he Wait. took his shirt
0: off. I very much remember looking at him with a shirt and then he didn't have a shirt. I didn't question it. I was like, oh, okay, hi Rambo, Christian Bale. But like when, when did he that when he
1: lays down on top of the bodies, he is he wearing a shirt. a shirt. He's wearing a green shirt. Yep. And then he like when he like crawls on the other side of those bodies and he's like it's actually running away. I don't know if the shirt got stuck on something. Or what happened, but he is no longer wearing a shirt when he runs away. I don't think we saw him lose the shirt. (laughs) Where the fuck did the shirt go? I don't know. (laughs) Wait, what? Because it's scarier if he's shirtless, I guess. I mean, it definitely makes him
0: seem like more of a savage and like he's out here like doing shit. But like,
1: where did the shirt go? I don't know, man. He turned into Batman. He turned into... Uh, Christian Bale in The Machinist.
0: What? That's my new letterbox review. Where'd the shirt go? Where did Jim's shirt go when he turned into Christian Bale in The Machinist? (laughs) What the hell? I actually also needed to do a a new review too. Because as we've been talking about, I did rate this a little bit lower. Lower than I previously
1: rated it, that is. I rated it a little bit higher before. Gotcha. All right. So yeah, Jim turns into Batman and starts picking off the soldiers one by one. Literally, and I don't
0: get how, even as I'm watching it, I don't get how he accomplished one kill, let alone, like, seven. Yep, it's great. But I accept all of them. He's doing it, though. He's on a rampage. And uh, Hannah also, at this point, I thought that, because a soldier came in and, like, slapped the Valium out, which also... Such a dick move, you already know you're going to assault this little girl and you're not going to
1: let her be high on drugs while you're doing it? I don't think he knew what it was. I thought that he thought that it would be pills that would kill her. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't think he knew it was just
0: Valium. That's a good point, that's a good point. I mean, if you take enough Valium, can you die? You probably can, right? You probably
1: can, but also, (laughs) like, I mean, these guys doing what they are doing, like, would they even care if she was doped up while they were doing what they were doing, like doped up no but i guess on the killing end yeah because they're but trying if to if she like, died yeah them. that's a problem yeah
0: yep. that's a problem as disgusting as it is that is a problem for them yeah so yeah she's drugged out and she starts going like hey i think i'm filling these pills dude she also gets creepy as fuck dude she turns in the most terrifying person in the world she's pretty much just saying like cryptic ass codes <laughs> to them and she's like yeah you're gonna get murdered real soon and I'm like, "Oh, like I'm I'm glad she's doing it. I'm glad she's creeping the fuck out of these dudes." She's doing like some Grady twins shit. Dude. Oh, <laughs> are, are those the twins from The Shining? Yeah. Okay. I I they're called the Grady twins. Yeah, the Gradies. That's so ugly. <laughs> Grady? Guess it's better than the Grody twins, you know? I, that is the Grody twins. That's why I thought that was ugly. <laughs> I mean, they do kind of look like Rocky Dennis. <laughs>
1: Like Brunette, Rocky Dennis. (laughs) But yeah, so Hannah's getting like real fucking weird and it's great. But I'm yeah, also she's... really scared for her because I'm like, how are you gonna escape in this headspace that you're in?
0: This is such like an obscure reference, but there's this game called Here They Lie on PlayStation. And it's like for PlayStation VR, and there's just like there's just this like immediate scene like toward the beginning where this chick's in a yellow dress, but she's just like walking off like through this train in the darkness like into the shadows. And at one point, Hannah does that, and anytime anyone does that, I'm just like, I don't know what's gonna happen next. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to know what's gonna happen next. It's great. And Jim is just, you know, he's attacking people. He stabs Mark Zuckerberg in the stomach. Uh, Mailer is on the loose now because he lets go of Mailer, which I feel like could have very much gone bad. Yeah. Especially since he let him off into a room that Selena and Hannah were in. Yeah. Like, he he lucked out and his plan worked, but, like, the plan could have not worked. Hey, don't question him. He's Batman. You're right. He's Batman. He (laughs) knows exactly what's going on. Oh, and uh, Hannah's just kind of walking all around on drugs, and her mission was, I guess, to find a photograph that she had of her and her parents, which, again, just, just tug at my fucking heartstrings, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. So Jim finally goes psycho, and he jumps down from the roof. As the soldier guy is talking about, like, he's, like, holding her, like, around, like, his arm, like, you know, neck and his arm. And he's like, I'm going to get you out of here and I'm going to find a little place for me and you. It's just me and you now. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, dude. And then he bashes the dude's fucking head all over the wall, jams his thumbs in his eyes, destroys yeah. him. Like, he looks like he's killing him like a zombie. And then Selena is ready to kill him like he's a zombie. And
1: he's shirtless, covered in blood. Covered in blood. Looks like a zombie from the shadows. Yeah, and also I, I think we forgot to mention though before he goes full crazy guerrilla warfare, he lets loose the zombie that's chained up in the courtyard. No, I mentioned that's Mailer. All that chaos is happening. Oh, that's Mailer. Okay, got, that's Mailer. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: his name. He's the dude that I said like that's when I was like he had a plan that could have went very wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yep, yeah. He, yep, yep. he was that zombie that could have very much ruined his plan.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, Jim's acting like crazy Batman, and then there's a zombie running around who is killing people and turning them also into zombies. There's a lot of chaos happening here. Yeah, he's trying to save people, but he also let a zombie out in there
0: that's actively turning every other person in the house into a zombie that's also after them. So I'm like, I don't know, dude. You're kind of, like, putting (laughs) everything against you right now. (laughs) It's like he turned on hard mode. Yeah, dude, you put on fucking like expert mode or like fucking death mode and he was like, "All right, bro, let's do it. I'm Batman now." <laughs> he's like Joker like, Batman. Remember when Batman has like remember like the the Dark Batman from like I think it's the like the Batman Asylum comics or comics or whatever it is or not Asylum. Um or maybe Asylum. I don't know. There's like the Dark Batman where he's all fucking weird and skinny and like Joker Batman. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah,
0: it's like he's like that. Like he just has fucking death wishes. Yep. So anyway, he kind of like murders him. They she re- she almost murders Jim, and then they rejoice. They start making out, and then Hannah walks up behind them, and it's so funny she just breaks a bottle over his fucking head. She's like, <laughs> "What? I thought you were a zombie!" And he's like, "We were kissing." <laughs> <laughs> and then they still need to leave, so they run out into a car with like some protective glass in between the front and the back seats. And the grand chief soldier is sitting in the back, and he's like, "You killed all my boys!" And just fucking Henry. Jim fucking henry <laughs> and he just shoots him he's like sitting back like kind of like he almost looks like he already got shot and he's laying in the back like dying yeah. he's just casually sitting there it's the weirdest it's the weirdest thing like dude especially since we know that the back of that car can get destroyed by a zombie slapping it like how do you not just get murdered at any given time with the million of zombies
1: running around seriously i have no idea how he was able to hide out in there i don't even necessarily know how he knew that like they would come back for the taxi. Like, what if they just took a different fucking car? Exactly, but, you know, he did it for his boys, man. That's so dumb. He did it for his boys, man. Uh, also, this uh, while well, all of this is happening is when we have the amazing, like, 28 Days Later theme music playing, which is epic and fucking awesome.
0: Okay, I actually feel like... Because I feel like a lot of people have a take where they don't, like a lot of, like, score and a lot of music in movies, I'm really never that person for the most part, unless it's, like, really fucking annoying and just grueling music, but, like, yeah. I feel like if it's good music and it does fit the tone, you can't really over music stuff for the most part with me. Yeah. And I feel like this movie could be one of those where people are like, there's a lot of music and a lot of score, because there is a lot of scenes where there's just, like, music that's set in the scene, but even though it's all very familiar and very similar, it kind of just, like, all kind of sounds like a slow rush song. <laughs> I still I still really like it. I think it always sets the mood.
1: Really, I, I love the score in this movie. Well, especially here, this whole theme, I forget exactly what it's called. It's called like In the House in a Heartbeat or something like that. Okay. And it actually was like, it's really well known because it got used in other movies. Like the guy wrote it for this movie and then people loved that piece so much. It's been used oh. in other movies. I didn't know that. Yeah, they even used it. He did the music for Kick-Ass, and they ended up reusing this piece of music for Kick-Ass as well. Oh, I knew this sounded familiar, but that's definitely where I've heard that from. I wouldn't have put that together, but that's definitely where I heard that from. Yep. Huh. I I forget the guy's name, though. It's like Jonathan uh, Henry something like that. I don't know. Huh. Someone with three first names, probably. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Well, anyway, this guy's in the back of the
0: seat. He shoots Jim, and then Hannah is in the driver's seat. So she starts driving, and this was fucking awesome. She, like, sees a zombie, like, in the corner of her eye or something. She drives, like, directly in front of the zombie so that the back end of the car, because like I said, there's a protective glass in between her and Henry in the back. So she drives so that he's right in front of a zombie, and a zombie just fucking grabs him from the back, breaks the window, pulls him out, kills him. (laughs) that was awesome dude the way that she just like went
1: right in front of him was just like here you handle also remember hannah's high jim was just shot so selena's like holding jim and then hannah just drives off she's like what the fuck are you doing drives off gets him killed pulls back up and is like hey
0: hop in buds we're going shopping
1: so because iconic. hannah's the main fucking character she is she's fucking awesome dude yeah <laughs>
0: so yeah she gets him back and then they kind of just drive off and then like she's like oh my god the front gate is locked and she and selena's like do it fucking drive because she's just freaking out in the back because jim's all fucked up because she finally has emotions for another person and then they drive through and then you just see like pretty much just a freeze frame of like jim and selena flying into the front seat (laughs) which is pretty fucking funny it's really funny and then uh 28 days later Again, so it's 56 days later. Um, Jim wakes up in a bed in a beautiful area with, like, a bandage on his sore. And then not only that, there's a really cool helicopter shot. Like, like really cool. Like, it's flying around. It kind of just shows the scenery and whatnot. And then we see a couple of zombies in a ravine dying of
1: starvation. Yep. Which I thought, I don't know. Like, that's a very simple thing to throw in. But also, I'm like, that's cool. I like they've, that. They they found a place that was far enough out in the country that by the time they're getting close, they're they're dying. Yeah, I like that. And honestly, at that point, I feel
0: like, ah, do you even need the airplane? Like, it seems like that's the cool place to be. I, always,
1: I wouldn't even <laughs> want to trust other people at that point. I'm like, you're the soldiers, you're military. I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah, well, that's that's something they kind of introduced earlier on, too, with the, when the soldiers were like kind of bickering at dinner. They were talking about, like, well, you know, the UK is an island, and, like, if you had this outbreak on an island, what would you do? And they're all like, they quarantined us. Like, the rest of the world's going on. Like, everything's completely normal, and there's probably no virus in any other country. It's just they quarantined us on our island and said, fuck you. Yeah. So whenever they see, Jim sees the airplane earlier, and that's kind of what gives him the idea of, like, oh, maybe we could hold out and try to get help. Because he sees this airplane flying when he's out in the woods, hiding in bodies.
0: Yeah, I like the first instance, though. Just just the first step. You know, just go out, hide out, stay. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. That seems... seems better to me anyway uh jim and selena are kind of small talking and then hannah runs in and she goes it's coming and she says key like it's coming so you know it's not a zombie you're like okay something's showing up right and that well i guess it's one zombie but i feel like she wouldn't be that worried if it was just one yeah she i feel like she's on her she could just shoot it
1: well and i think that those little uh those little helicopter shots were supposed to make us think that something is flying around them. You know. Yeah, you do hear like some jet noises and stuff. Right. Too.
0: So uh, they lay some giant fabric down across the field, and it reads "hello." And then a jet flies by, and then they're like, "You think they saw us this time?" Because it like it pretty much goes right over them. Yeah. And then yeah, it ends. And that's it. So there were at least a hell no
1: amount of kills in this. Uh, one boob and one dick. Yeah, I was I was gonna try to help you keep keep track of kills. But like we've said before, or you've said before with zombies, it's it's not even worth trying.
0: It's not worth trying. There's people that get turned, there's people that you can't tell if they got turned or not. Sometimes you can't tell if someone died. And this one, to be fair, I do think it was kind of easy. I think all the animal rights activists died. So that was probably like four. But then also like, it's a matter of them getting turned. But I guess if you go people that were people and then turned, I think it was those animal rights activists I think it was the scientist dude. It was Mark. It's just every it's just everyone except the last three characters. Everyone else died. Yeah, basically. I think pretty much every human you see except for those people, like Frank died too, all the soldiers. So I think there's maybe like eight or nine soldiers, those people. So like right. cl- like
1: around the fifteen twenty area, I'd say. Yeah if you don't if you don't count zombies dying cause that's a whole nother fucking thing
0: yeah, it just makes it way too weird like kill counts are not a thing for zombie movies it's not happening yeah uh there's this is really funny review on
1: letterbox that says was this filmed with a pink Motorola razor <laughs> I was gonna say I'm I'm really glad that we had this same experience of like when we watched it it looked like shit when I saw this in theaters it didn't look like shit when I had the DVD of this and watching it on like a 720 <laughs> screen it didn't look like shit but on modern on modern devices this looks like it was shot with like an iPhone 3
0: <laughs> the best film ever shot on my dad's old computer or old, cam- <laughs> old camcorder I'm sorry old camcorder <laughs>
1: it looks so bad shot on samsung lg refrigerator (laughs) man that that really has to be some kind of like technological limitation with them using the digital cameras earlier than most people were using them that they can't blow up the resolution actually make it look good in 4k
0: sean baker shooting an entire movie on an iphone danny boyle shooting an entire movie on a blackberry (laughs)
1: basically yeah oh fuck those are the best
0: reviews I've ever read
1: (laughs) oh I'm just so glad that I'm not the only person that was in that situation James I thought it was just me
0: James James shot on a wet spaghetti noodle (laughs) alright that's enough (laughs) <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so apparently we very much were not the only people that came to this conclusion
1: yeah for sure oh fuck i really thought that that was just a me thing i'm so glad it's like a worldwide thing that's the thing everyone can experience it, anyone listening if you go watch this movie and you watch it on a 4k tv it's gonna look like shit
0: oh fuck that is so funny shot on a wet spaghetti <laughs> The LG Samsung refrigerator. Oh, anyway, I'd recommend the fuck out of this movie. It's a really good movie. It's a really good zombie movie all around. Like, I had a great time
1: watching this. You can buy the camera that this was filmed on (gasps) on eBay for $300. I want to buy
0: that and shoot every movie on it. (laughs) That's great. Can we shoot uh, uh, 28 Gays Hate Her on that? (laughs) <laughs> make sure to listen uh or go over to patreon because soon i'll be adding a tier where we discuss uh or we make our own horror movies and we're gonna make uh 28 gays later or 28 gays hate her 28 gays hate her <laughs> we can make 28 gays later too that's fine that's the sequel
1: <laughs> uh would you recommend this james uh, I do recommend this. I do recommend it. Uh, if you can watch it on your phone, maybe that's the better option. <laughs> if you can watch it on a BlackBerry, <laughs> that might be the preferred way of watching. Uh, it might be. It might. It might even be fine on a laptop screen. Maybe that that might be how it was intended to be watched. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, if you guys got an iPod
0: Nano, this is the movie for you."
1: The ones that actually had the little screen, man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay, well, I was gonna rate this a four and a half when this started, but after talking about it, there are a few plot points that I guess like I wanted to excuse when I think about it. Like I still can't excuse, and it still makes it a good movie. Like it doesn't change how I feel about the movie, but I feel like a few things were kind of like overlooked and were kind of just a little weird. And I guess upon rewatching, I probably would notice a lot more because I wouldn't be like as excited as the first time I watched it. But right. Yeah, four and a half stars when I watched this. Four stars now. I'm not bo- booting it down that much, but I think this is a really good movie. Like, this is a really good
1: movie. Yeah, four stars. It's a great movie. It's a really good story. It's really well executed. Um, It just it has some issues with the budget, probably. Being, no, the budget was $8 million. Oh, it was that's just shot true. on a BlackBerry. It was shot on a BlackBerry. Well that's the thing though like the budget was 8 million I want to know what percentage of that just had to go to pay for like shutting down streets and shit I'm sure a lot of it went to that. Well I also read
0: too that like like I said that uh hospital that they were shooting at they had to rent it out too like that was an actual hospital but a good Jeez. thing about it apparently all the proceeds from that went directly to the hospital.
1: Oh that's cool. Uh I also saw in the trivia that apparently like i don't know what it was called but like the british lottery there's like a lot of advertisements for that throughout the movie and apparently that's because in great britain they they like use funds like profits that they get from the lottery goes straight to like the british film convention or whatever like the committee that like gets people to make films in the uk and I was okay. like, that's kind of fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> so, they, so they put a bunch of ads in there just to kind of help help other filmmakers. So on the note of fucking awesome, we have a fuck,
0: Merry kill, and it's every single zombie, every single soldier, or me.
1: Oh, no. We got a fun
0: one today, baby. I had fun riding this one.
1: It's impossible
0: to win. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, this might
0: be the best one yet.
1: Fuck. This is a good one, baby. Shit. Um, I'm killing the soldiers. I can't not. Yeah, if you went any other way, I'd look down on you, to be fair. Yeah, I can't not kill the soldiers. Soldiers are dead, so I guess I will fuck you and marry a thousands of zombies? I'd say millions. It's every zombie in the world, in this millions, world. Millions. Millions of zombies uh, I am married to, so... Hopefully they can't catch me. I
0: feel like you went the wrong route in this. You could have just, like, fucked them and then, like, married me and we went we could have went off to the ranch and just, like, hung out, played video games or something. Could we? Could we? I think so. We could have went to this fucking ranch there were at. It looked like the zombies couldn't make it to them. That's true. But, I mean, you're, you're locked in your decision
1: now to be with the zombies forever. You're going to be a zombie. I'm going to live in the mansion with all the zombies. I mean, you're going to be a zombie at that point. Yeah, that's fine. We'll just stay in the mansion.
0: You know, I mean, that's always fun. That's exciting. Love it. Well, this is the section of the episode where I would read mailbox questions, but we don't have any here. So this is the section of the podcast where I'm going to remind you to go and, uh, yeah, go and uh, leave leave some of that stuff. You know what I mean? Leave, leave some questions. You got, you got a question about horror, James? You want to do the first mailbox? Any question about a scene or uh, uh, a character or a movie? Yeah, uh, who's your who's your favorite final girl? My favorite final girl. Yep, the female cabbage head from Motel Hell. I don't think they survive. Uh, they're around for. A wh- I think they survive in spirit. Nope, nope. Okay, they're, they're fine. not. They're, they're not, fine. not. They're, fine. they're not fine. there at the end. They're fine. not final. The, fine. Okay, fine. What
1: the girl from Motel Hell? Okay, I love her. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm glad she survived. I asked you a question. <laughs> and, that's, and that's Mailbox, guys. What's your favorite zombie movie? <laughs> Buttcrack. What's your second favorite zombie movie? Uh,
0: right now, after in this moment, I'll say this one. There you go. There you go. I'll say this one at the moment because I really, I mean, like, admittedly, like, I don't like zombie movies, but I also like it's not one of those uh, genres that I try to like. I just don't fucking watch them. Good job, Patreon! You did it. So yeah, you—I guess you guys. Yeah, you guys gave me my uh, one of the first zombie movies. I like. (laughs) I don't. I don't. I don't like many. I don't. I don't. I don't like. I don't like many. You know what I mean? Uh,
1: Bella Lugosi or Christopher
0: Lee? Oh, we're still going. I like Bella Lugosi. I feel like he's a very dynamic actor. Like I, I like not in the sense that he plays a different role a lot, but that he thinks he's playing a different role while he's really playing the same role.
1: But you'd pick Bella Lugosi over Christopher Lee?
0: Maybe. I think. Remember oh, that time Bella Lugosi was like, uh, like hanging out with bats and shaving cream? Oh, I definitely remember that. That's pretty
1: iconic. <laughs> so, like, if not for any other reason than that. All right, there you go. See, guys, I gave him three questions. Any kind of questions. Just to come up with some questions. Yeah, just come up with some stuff, you know? It's, it's good stuff. <laughs> it's good shit. It's good content.
0: Yeah. And again, before we uh, finish this out, I am also temporarily sending out stickers again in exchange for five-star reviews on iTunes. I don't know when I'm going to stop doing it, but I'm doing it for an unspecified amount of time. So if you want some free stickers, go ahead and do all that. Um, if you guys want to be in the discord you know hop around for conversations we have horror conversations and other stuff there uh you can hop in the discord chat just uh you can go to patreon and like get it automatically there or you can just dm me or email me you know you don't have to pay anything for it i don't mind if you do either way if you guys just want to be around for the conversation just email me send me a message i'll send you a link to that and uh the best ways to keep up with everything horror soup are to follow the instagram at horror soup which i am most active on follow my twitter at horror soup sucks and follow my movie reviews at Horror Soup Cable on Letterbox and you're on Letterbox now. What's your Letterbox James? Uh, nice, a nice video on Letterboxd. So that's N I T E S H I F T V I D E O, right? Yep, nope. Yep. <laughs> yep, nope. Yep, that's it. Uh go do that. That's good stuff. And you can send your own horror movie suggestions to our suggestion email at HorrorMovieRequestYahoo.com. Send any business inquiries to horrorsoup@yahoo.com, and I'm occasionally on YouTube and would appreciate a subscribe while I'm trying to figure out a consistent video format that I'll probably discover in about 3 years. Just search Horror Soup And thank you to Tom, a.k.a. the Mutant Members Only Club, and Ross Lee for making the music that you are hearing on this episode. And thank you to James, James Hudson from Night Shift Video, for coming around and talking about uh, penises with me.
1: Pleasure to be here. I haven't seen this one in a long time. It was good to revisit it.
0: And uh, you know what? On that note, do I have have the outro music right here?
1: I don't think I do. Oh, I do.
0: We're going to listen to it. Yeah. Crops up, baby, rubs up. Give me horror soup. Give me, give me
1: horror soup. Give it, give it horror soup. Horror soup. Would you like some bread?
0: I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, because this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole. Take out your tongue and the out, you bowl We're having a fight with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror
1: soup. Give it, give it.
0: Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it horror soup, horror soup, horror soup. Horror soup. We'll keep you well fed. Its gorgeous smell could wake the dead. Vegetable is just forgettable. If your energy's low, you know what to do. Simply gobble on down some of the squeaky stew. we wine and dine a hungry Frankenstein. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup,
1: give me, give me horse soup. Give it, give it, grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup Give me, give me horror soup Give it, give it horror soup horror soup.
0: Horror soup Let me be your sweetie Tarty Your private chef I'll be your just dessert You can even drink it from a cup I'll do the washing up I'll do the washing up I'm getting
1: full I'm getting My belly's gonna burn
0: soup give me give me heart soup give it give it grubs up baby grubs up give me hu soup give me give me heart soup give it give it
1: harder soup he can't even look after himself